the summer edition of the Talking Buds podcast, a remote edition of the Talking Buds podcast, as I'm feeling a little under the weather this evening, and thus we are not in studio together. But there Contagious. was absolutely no way. Yes, there was absolutely no way that we weren't going to convene on NHL free agency day because Ryan, we interrupt the summer hiatus with an important discussion surrounding what was hands down our most discussed topic of the 2021, 2022 season goaltending. Yes, sir. Out with the tandem of Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic and in with the tandem of Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. Before we like lay down our takes on this, let me just catch, let's just go through the chain of events and catch everybody up. Although anyone who's watching or listening to this already knows what happened, but let's just go through it for our own, for our own sake. Monday night, the news broke that the Leafs had acquired Matt Murray along with a third and seventh round draft choice from the Ottawa Senators. The Sens will also retain 25% of Murray's contract, which puts his cap hit with the Leafs at $4.68 million for the next two seasons. And Leafs Nation subsequently freaked out. Then today, they signed former Washington Capitals goaltender Elias Samsonov to a one-year $1.8 million contract, and he will presumably be a tandem with Murray. Um, you and I both admittedly aren't Elias Samsonov experts. We saw him a little bit last year and know that he's a former first-round pick who has a career 902 save percentage. And from what I heard on the radio today, had a pretty good year his first season with the Capitals and a lackluster uh, year last year to the point in which the Capitals didn't extend him a qualifying offer. Now that I've got that out of the way, go off, Ryan. Talk to me about the Leafs' new goaltending tandem. All right. Do you want me to start with, okay, let me start with Matt Murray. Okay. Yes. Yes. Matt Murray is a desperate play for someone who has somewhat of a reputation in this league. Jack Campbell just led the Toronto Maple Leafs. And if you look around the, one of the hardest things to do in this league is to find a number one goaltender. Like not everybody drafts an Andre Vasilevsky or, or an Igor Shesterkin. So they're in a situation where, their, their starting goalie had to leave. And do I absolutely love the Leafs getting Matt Murray? Not really because of the track record, but can I understand it? I can, I can understand it. And we can talk about the semantics of re retention of salary. That, that That's a separate conversation. But if you're just to look at the, the, the type of goaltending that Matt Murray is going to give you, what do we know about him? He's injury problems. Who else had injury problems? Jack Campbell, Freddie Anderson. Um, apparently his attitude's kind of weird. Who else had a weird attitude? Jack Campbell. Mm. So it's just to me and also Jack Campbell, I think, was more mental as opposed to attitude. Like he was in the, the toughest guy mentally. Uh, I think, attitude, I think, mental. I kinda I kind of mean the same thing when I say that, to be honest. I think what you're getting at here, I think what you're getting at here, which is where I wanted to go with this too, is do you think the tandem of Murray and Samsonov is that much worse or better than the tandem of Campbell and Morazic. I say no. Okay, here, here's what pisses me off about this conversation. Why are we acting like Jack Campbell won the Vesna Trophy? Like, Thank I, you. Thank okay, you. like he, he came agree. in 
they signed a guy. What was he like 30, 29 when they got him? He yep. came here. He, he ended up working out as a backup goaltender, which was great. And then he got an opportunity to start because Freddie Anderson was faking an injury, but it, and, and he played, he played pretty well. Like overall to me, Jack Campbell's career as a Maple Leaf to me is a success because you, he came in, no experience, a guy who's always fell short. He came here and I thought he gave them pretty good number one goaltending minutes when he was playing well. And in the playoffs, he wasn't that bad, but I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Jack can't like losing Jack Campbell is like the worst thing ever. He, the guy is he's had one good year. He's been one. Yeah. He's been a starter for one year in the league. Like, I know. And so, like pretending that Matt Murray is this huge downgrade to Jack Campbell. Listen, this is, this is how I look at it. Okay. If you look around, they were kind of between a rock and a hard place. Like if you look around at the goalie situation in general, who was available from all accounts, they were in on Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury decided to go back to Minnesota. So nothing you can do there. Um, Darcy Kemper. Um, based on what he got from the Washington Capitals, that would have meant that Eric Schalgren would have probably been the backup because between Murray and um, Sam Sonoff, their combined cap hit is $6.4 million. So they probably didn't want to go that route with Darcy Kemper. So you look around, it's like, well, what else, what else are they going to going to do? Like, it's just, they were in a tough spot. And I know that the naysayers will say you managed yourself into this position. And I get that. And there is, there's credence I, I, to that. I don't know, but like, it's just, it just kind of is what it is. Like, I, I think I, I like the pickup of Samsonov. I know he didn't have a great year last year, but it's, it's a guy who, who has was a first round pick who, who you want to push Murray and this, hopefully make Murray better. Rob, this is leading exactly into my point right here. The, the yeah. fact that I hear that this, they manage themselves in the situation makes no sense to me. They didn't manage themselves in the situation. The problem with this organization is they do not place enough emphasis on scouting goaltenders they mm. don't they don't yeah. when have they ever drafted and developed a goalie in the history of this franchise I, never no, felix yeah. Podven, maybe that's yeah. it that's yeah. it and what is Ilya samsonov samsonov a guy who you wish was a prospect in the Leafs organization he had a mm. bad year last year i get it and the capitals are kind of still in the win now mode so they didn't qualify him they had to move on whatever but like when i look at samsonov it's like this is the type of goalie prospect quote unquote that this team has been lacking they didn't manage themselves in this situation for for an organization that has this much money and this much resource to to put into something i don't get how you have don't have every single scout just scouring the earth to try to find a goaltending prospect yeah and the thing i like about samsonov even though he didn't have a good year last year is he's 25 years old yeah you're taking a flyer this is the type of goalie you wish this organization drafted in the past. Mm -hmm. That's the yep. problem with this team. It's it's just, they didn't manage themselves in anything. Freddie Anderson was flamed out. Let's just be honest. Flamed out, faked an injury. What did he do for the Carolina last year? Nothing. Got injured. Yep. Jack Campbell, to me, flash in the pan. He's going to go to Edmonton, have fun losing in the in the second round against the most food most. division in, in, in the Western Conference. Yeah. So it's just... I don't know, man. They, they, you're right. They were putting a rock in a hard place. Very difficult situation to, to 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 manage to pick the right guy. And to me, they just did the best they could. I'm not trying to defend Kyle Dubas and his whole tenure here, but I, to me, they did the best they could of what they what they had. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. And and yeah. you're hoping that taking Murray out of Ottawa and bringing him here and that everyone's made the Sue Greyhound connection. And admittedly, it is pretty funny. That it is. Yeah, is, it is, yeah, it is pretty eye rolling at this point. It is. To be it honest is, with it you. is. Yeah, yeah. But like he's familiar with Sheldon Keefe. He's familiar with the Leafs organization. He's familiar with like their head of goalie operations, whose name is escaping me at the, at the moment. And he, he seemed really excited to come here. He's a guy who is younger than Jack Campbell has two Stanley cup rings. Yeah, exactly. If look, yeah. look at the resumes, yeah. like Jack Campbell didn't even start 50 games in the NHL. And he, he was, he was a guy who never lived up to anything. Matt Murray, yeah, he's had a bad four years. And I'm not saying because of his pedigree and his, his reputation, he's going to come here and play good. I'm not saying that. But if you were just to look at the two resumes, you didn't know any goalie. You were hiring, say you were hiring a goalie. And yeah. you put the two resumes down on the table and you had to pick a guy. You're going to pick Matt Murray because he's won two Stanley Cups. Jack Campbell now, started one year in the NHL. Like I don't, Now, and... Now the key for Matt Murray, like we said last year about Jack Campbell is he's got to stay healthy. Like the guy's injured his entire time yeah. with the senator's organization. Mm-hmm. And, but that's where I, I like the pickup. I'm with you. I like the pickup of Sam Sonoff to sort of like balance out and sort of push Murray and be like, listen, if this kid plays well, we're going to, we're going to move off you or we're going to robot Island you. And we're going to give this kid a contract extension at the end of the yeah. year. What do you say about one of the things I saw people freaking out the most about is you're going to extend, you have to extend Austin Matthews at the end of this season. And this is what you do. You go and get this tandem of Matt Murray and Elias. No, but this is, (laughs) this is people, people were melting down on Monday night when this Matt Murray thing came out. It was pretty wild, man. There it was negative reaction across the board. Was it is is and I'm with you. Is Matt Murray like my first choice? And am I sitting here going like no? But but what? Look at the situation. What else are they going to do? And I, uh, one thing you hit on that I absolutely love is like, can we stop pretending like we have a Vesna winning goaltender? The Leafs had like league below league average goaltending in the back part of the season last year. Jack Campbell had war- one of the worst like months two months in the history of the franchise yeah like so he was awful for yeah. two months terrible so if this team yeah they had they had below league average goaltending for for the second half of the season last year and this team still finished with 115 points mm-hmm. and had a record-setting regular season so all they need is league average to above league average goaltending theoretically and like just don't Matt Murray, Matt Murray, Ilya Samsonov, just don't give up the back-breaking goal. It's the exact same thing we said all year last year to Campbell and Morazic. This episode of the Talking Buds podcast is powered by Betstamp. Use the Betstamp app for the best sports tracking and odds finding. With the Betstamp app, you can line shop across all your various sportsbook accounts and find the best value for your wagers. Hit the link in the description below and use promo code BUDS to let them know that we sent you. Do you buy the point, though, that you just traded Peter Morazic, who was making what, a million bucks less than Matt Murray? Or, Peter Morazic sucks. To that? I don't buy anything to do with Peter Morazic. It's just Peter I kept Morazic hearing the point sucks. today where it's like you just you just traded you just moved assets to move Morazic to basically get a guy who's been Peter Morazic for the past like three years. I OK, listen. 
maybe so. I'm gonna have to wait and see it. Wait and see that with my own eyes because what but, I yeah, saw but, last year with yeah, Peter Morazic was the worst goaltending I've ever seen in all my years watching hockey. It was that bad. You know what I got out of this? Like, because we can we can argue the the talent of these goaltenders and what they're going to bring in terms of what they're going to bring in net. But all I got out of this was just how much I hate a hard salary cap. Oh, it's terrible. It's the worst thing of all time because the margin for error for general managers in this league is this big. It's this big. You better draft right. You you better have guys on big contracts and you better draft right to have the guys on the small contracts. It's just, I, I'm someone who is kind of down for Dubas to, to move on. I'm kind of down for a new voice because I'm kind of sick of him in a way, but it's just when, when we're debating a million dollars, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. it, it's, this league sucks in yeah, the margin. Yeah, and I feel bad for some of these general managers because the margin for error is just so small. It's just yep. minuscule, man. Like it's, yep. I don't know, man. Like, well, and you, to, to your point, and you look at some of the contracts that were handed out today. It's like, oh my goodness, like what, what, like it's people lose their minds this time of year, man. It's yeah. it's wild. <sighs> I mean, it's just here we. How long do you think? Like the Leafs have been in a goaltending controversy since like Ed Belfour left the team. Like, like yeah. basically like th- this isn't new to this fan base. Freddie Anderson came in. He had a good couple of years flamed out in the playoffs. Didn't end well time to move on. And, and you got the best at out of Jack Campbell that you could. And it see you later. Like that, that's how I feel. It's just, you want to go to Edmonton. Fine. That's not the answer for that team. I'll the tell most, you, that you right said now, this, man. you and I were, um, uh, discussing this uh, a couple of weeks ago when it was rumored that Campbell was going to sign with the, uh, with the Oilers. And you said, is that not the most Oilers move of all time? Here's what I see when I look at the Edmonton Oilers. It's like, if you're picking up the Leafs table scraps, it says everything you need to know right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You play in a way easier division than we do. If the Leafs were in that division, they would have won in the first round. I, I honestly 100% believe that. They took the, the almost three times defending Stanley Cup champions to the brink. And this team gets a freebie because they played a bunch of crap teams to get to the Western Conference Final. And they go, they think Jack Campbell's going to be their answer to a Stanley Cup? Bullshit. Like, that's, yeah, that's, I know. Good I know. luck. Okay, you yeah. take Hyman, take... Campbell, I'm sure McKayev will be there any day now. Who knows? No, like, McKayev just... signed in. McKayev signed in Vancouver today. What? I missed that. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, McKayev signed in Vancouver that. today for like four, four something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Vancouver, Edmonton, same thing, basically. Crap. Yeah. Teams in a crap division. Yeah. Four it's... million off. <sighs> yeah. Dude, it's, it's uh... getting a little silly here. Like. All day I've been hearing he about signed it. a four Eli McCav signed a four year deal with the Canucks for uh four point seven five million. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know, I know. I did not see that. I saw no. Goudreau left and, and signed somewhere. I saw Giroux. I saw Well, I was Campbell. gonna ask you, I so, saw so we're gonna get into that. Off. Yeah. We're gonna get in that into that. I in did a not oh. see the Eli McKayev thing slip over my desk. 
yeah. So that's okay. We're going to talk about some of the free agent signings in a minute. I want to talk about some of the other, um, some of the other leaf signings today. They picked up some depth depth pieces in Nicholas obey Kubel from the Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche. His recent claim to fame is being the guy who dropped and dented the Stanley cup during the avalanches team. Oh photo. yeah. He's a dummy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Adam Gaudet, a depth piece from yeah. Ottawa yeah. and Ryan making his return to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Danny dangerous Dennis Malgan, all five yeah. foot nine of them back with the Leafs, baby. Let's go. Well, let me ask you when, when, when they go out and sign all these debt pieces as, as a leaf fan, like what is going through your head? So uh, I'm glad you asked that. When I watched Kyle Dubas's uh, press conference today, I was really taken aback by his, his facials and his body language. He looks like a guy who's stressed. Like he doesn't look like a guy who's like relaxed and like whatever. He looks like a guy who wants to answer those questions and get the hell out of there. Um, I, dude, you look at the bottom six, but also who's going to play the wing on the second line Kerfoot. Like you, they got to, he said today in fairness, Dubas did say today, um, they're looking at making a move, like a move or two over the summer. It's like, yeah, I look at your bottom six depth and I would, I should think so. It's like, that is not a Stanley cup bottom six. So I don't know what they're going to do. They got to move a piece out. I'm looking at Alex Kerfoot. I don't know what you could get back from him. I'm also looking at Jake Muzzin. Don't know what you could get back from him, but yeah, I it's listen. Do I think, do I think they'll be right there in the division again? Sure. Um, do I think this is a Stanley cup roster is currently constructed? No, not even close. No. So they, and he's got a whole off season and he's got until the deadline next year to make, whatever tweaks he needs to make. But there's also part of me that when I see him go and get former Sue Greyhound, Matt Murray, and I see him go and get dangerous Dennis today, like I'm kind of, I don't want to say worried, but there's part of me that is concerned that he's looking at the season and saying, this is my last kick at the can. I'm going to go, I'm going to do it my way, a hundred percent my way. So I'm going to go get all the guys I want to get all the midsize skilled forwards I can. And I'm going to try and Kyle Dubas, this one last hurrah. And then if not, I get fired and the Matthews extension is somebody else's problem and dealing with year two of Matt Murray is somebody else's problem, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I see kind of a flashback to last season because they signed Camp, Bunting, Kasha, yeah. and yeah. were I was chirp like we were making fun yeah. of that. We didn't know yeah. anything about these guys. Yeah. And then Ilya Mikheyev's coming back from injury, and he was a laughing stock last season because he couldn't put the yeah. puck in the ocean. Yeah. So they go. So every time, so this season, I'm going in with the kind of the same. I'm going in with a revised take on these dead pieces. I'm not going to judge any of these guys. Because I judged all those guys last season, and they came in, and I thought all of them were pretty effective in their own way. They ended up kind of working out. Discourse today on Twitter from Avalanche fans about uh, Obey Kubel, and they were like, "You're getting a good gritty bottom six guy." I'm not going to come here with an absolute hot take about 
a depth piece. You know, I I don't know anything about these guys. No one knows anything about about anybody. If they come in here, we don't know. We're gonna see. That that's what I see. It, it's just, it's a flashback to last season. Where last season I was I was chirping those guys. So I'm gonna come in with an open mind. But it's just, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just this <laughs> season. It's just you know what happened to Kyle Dubas. As soon as he signed that eleven million dollar contract with, for John Tavares, he signed his death wish right there. Like that's what I yeah. see when they, when they go out and sign all these no name guys. You know why they do that? Because they have no choice. No money. They have yeah. no money. That's no. all they can do. You can't they, go get like a like a a no. three and a half million third liner. Absolutely not. That you, no. you you can't. Like, yep. This is why they have to make these moves. It's nothing to do with Kyle Dubas and his and his yeah, like some of the players he picks that are five foot four and, and are hundred pounds. Like, yeah, that's a little eye rolling. You could probably find a guy who's a little bit stronger, could forecheck a little bit better, but they're yeah. screwed. Like it's yeah. just it, it becomes more apparent every day. It's just as soon as they sign that contract, it was over. And mm-hmm. and this is the only move he has to go out and try to find guys who can come in and surprise everybody. And since these guys have such low expectations, if they come in and play somewhat well, Leafs Nation's going to be like, you know what? Kyle made a mistake there, but man, he brought in those guys. Good for him. Like, it's just, that's their only move. They don't have to touch on this. We touched on this earlier, but I want to come back around to it. How concerned are you? Because this is probably the, the, we're going to go back on our summer hiatus here unless some major story drops. So I want to get this out of the way now. Given the recent developments, how concerned are you about their ability to extend Austin Matthews at the end of next season? So this is a hard question. This is the hardest question you can ask any Leaf fan. I, I am my- not. I Let me just go quick. Okay. I'm not as pessimistic as others. But I'm just going to say that. I'm not as pessimistic as others, but I'm not confident. I'm kind of 50 50 to be honest. with I you. think, I think you want to know what I think. I think it's got nothing to do with Toronto or whatever. I think Austin Matthews is a new age NHL hockey player. And I think he's going to test free agency regardless. And he might resign yeah. with the Leafs. It might very well happen, but I think he's, he's a new wave type of player. And he, he, I think that's what he's going to do. So honestly, the the, case, win a freaking playoff round. (laughs) (laughs) Like Jesus, you know, honestly, the, the him testing free agency is a very good point. If you really think about it, it's just, it makes absolutely no sense for him not to do it. Mm -hmm. And that makes me sick to my (laughs) stomach. Yeah. It makes me want to just burn every leaf jersey that I have. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were to put him yourself in his position, like let's be honest here, this this contract is going to be the the richest record, contract, the biggest contract history. in yeah. the NHL in NHL's history. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. no two ways about it. it. Doesn't matter if he's going back with the Leafs or anybody else. And teams will outbid the Leafs. Like yeah. they they better be ready to put every cent they have on the table. And you know what? In return. We better be ready to deal with the consequences of putting every cent on the table because I love yeah. Austin Matthews. He's a heart trophy winner. Your team is nowhere without him. Yeah. But can you win a Stanley Cup with a guy making that much money? Probably not. So yeah. it's just it's it's a double-edged sword here. You, you gotta pay this guy just 
outrageous money in NHL standards to stay here. But at the end of the day, you also have to deal with the consequences of what that's going to do to your team. Yeah. It's going to ruin it. So, uh, but I want to say I'd rather have, I'd rather hear and ruin the team than him gone because if he leaves, you're going to be looking for Austin Matthews for the next 20 years. And I just can't. Yeah, I know that. And I have nightmares about it. All right, moving on. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to comment. We, uh, I have a bunch of free agent signings I was going to get you to hit on. First one, Jack Campbell goes to the Oilers five over five. We just, we touched on this earlier. I, I'm hey. right there with you. Like, Jack, thank you. See you, you later, did. bud. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I just, I, I'm, if Oilers fans think that Jack Campbell is going to be the one to lead them to a Stanley Cup, you, what a joke. you didn't. You didn't watch enough Jack Campbell. Yeah. Sorry. Wait till he lets in a goal and he cries. Yeah. Like it's just not, it's not happening. Yeah. Good. Good. Five years. Five years. Five years. His first year. I mean, I guess Tim Thomas was the only case I can think of where an older goalie took the reins and, and won a Stanley cup, but I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that is not the answer. Like I five years. Yeah. <sighs> That's what made all this leaf stuff easier to swallow was that yes. deal. It's like, yes. See you later, bud. One thing I want to ask you was what's the weirder free agent signing Claude Giroux signing with the Sens or Johnny Gaudreau signing with the blue jackets. I think player wise, it's weirder for Gaudreau because it's, what are you doing? But <laughs> both Fran- of them seem, both of them seem to be motivated by the same thing where it's, they're, it's closer to where they live. I think Gaudreau, it's like, what are you doing? Like yeah, you just left right? a team that is pretty good, had a great year. Yeah. But organizationally, I find the Giroux one weirder. It's, it's, but here, why are you I signing a guy who's past his prime? Yeah. He, I mean, I, they do need some leadership in there. And, and they've got some good young pieces in there. And they what, just, what was, what was the cap hit on that? They just got Cam Talbot as their goalie. So like I could, I can kind of get my head around that Goudreau. It's like Columbus. Columbus is. That's a joke. Columbus. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's an absolute joke. It is. It is an absolute joke. Yeah. I I just find the the Giroux one um, a little bit weird for the organization. It's. I get you're trying to 6.5. Yeah. Yeah, for oh. three years. <laughs> three years, like, okay, you can yeah. swallow that. Come in. Yeah. Like, how good are the Sens going to be? Like, they're not going to have to sign ridiculous contracts in the next three years. So, I, like, I kind of understand. You got Brady Kachuk. And I don't know. They're going to have to sign massive contracts at some point. But that was just weird. It's just, I don't know. It just seems a lot of place. Like, <sighs> All right, Ryan. Well, we have a goaltending, a brand new goaltending tandem to look forward to. I'm sure there'll be a trade or two over the off season. It's July. So training camp is just around the corner and we will be back for season five of the talking buds podcast, but we had to do an emergency episode because this warranted it. So once again, everybody, thank you so much for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like, and subscribe button below. As I said earlier, we're, we're in and out during the summer, but we will be back on our usual full-time schedule come the new season. Also follow us on Instagram. If you don't do that already, as well as TikTok. spread the word, tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Cool. 
everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel begins Friday, September 23rd. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.